0: Hello, everyone. Hello. Happy holidays. It is the 23rd of December when I'm recording this. So we've finally made it to the shortest day of the year and the days are getting longer, which I am very happy about. It's always hard in the winter with horses. I know you guys all feel the same way couple of exciting things on tonight's live session. So as always, I have a bunch of questions from you guys that I will be answering tonight. I also wanted to let you know that we are putting the recordings from these sessions as podcasts now. So if you go to your podcast player and search for I think it's called Dressage with Amelia. Yes, Dressage with Amelia. Then this podcast will come up. So now you guys could listen to the recordings of these on your podcast player. So if you're listening to it on your podcast, be sure to share it with your friends. That would really help me out. But that would be really nice. I listen to a lot of podcasts personally. That's where I learn a lot of things about riding and business and personal development and podcasts are a really nice way because you can do other things while you listen to them. You don't have to be sitting at a computer. So that's exciting. Uh, the other exciting things coming up is that I'm doing a goal setting webinar on the 1st of January. So that will be at 12 noon Pacific time. And I always love to do this because I'm kind of a planner and I think it's really good to sit down at the beginning of the year and plan out what your goals are for the year ahead. It's very normal that you don't reach your goals or that halfway through the year you need to tweak your goals and that's totally fine. But, uh, it's a good thing to do. So I hope to see all of you guys on the first of January and then the following weekend on the ninth, Sunday, the ninth, I'm going to be doing a webinar on groundwork. So we have a lot coming up. Luckily here in California, it has been raining literally all day long. So I've had a lot of time to sit at my computer and start working on some webinars for you guys uh i live in southern california we don't get a lot of rain but we do really need it so it's nice when we have the rain unfortunately we can't do a lot when it rains so we have these giant tarps which if you follow me on instagram you might have seen but we pull out these giant tarps that cover the entire arena we have two arenas that we cover at my barn and that way, when it stops raining, we can pull the tarps up and the arena is like perfect. If we don't cover the arenas, it takes like four or five days for the rain to dry enough so that we can ride. So it's always a little bit of a challenge for everyone in the winter dealing with inclement weather and it makes it difficult to stay consistent. So, I always am a fan of doing groundwork on days that we cannot ride. Uh, Let's see, a lot of you guys are here saying Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. I hope you guys all have something nice planned to do over the holidays. Um, I'm staying here. My husband actually, he went to Argentina. And I did not go with him, which I feel a little bit bad about. When you have horses, I'm sure you guys all know that it's really hard to leave for long periods of time and horses are really, it's a lifestyle. Like I love it. I love having horses. I love taking care of them. I love seeing them all the day, all every day. But when it comes time to like, okay, can we go to Argentina for 10 days? It's like, no, sorry, I can't do that. Luckily, my husband is incredibly supportive and he understands, but it's, uh, yeah, it's definitely hard. And I, I'm so grateful to have someone that's behind me and supporting me and my riding and what I do because, you know, you need someone. If you really want to ride and if that's a big part of your life, you, it's important that you have someone that understands that so i'll be staying here for christmas um i do have yeah let's see donna says i can't go anywhere with my horses house arrest some are older and really need me yeah it's hard donna when you have especially horses that need like medication and you know i just have a lot of them and it's it's hard to leave for that long but I also love being here and spending time with my horses. So one of my favorite memories is on Christmas Day. I love to always go to the barn and ride my horse. Um, I actually have a funny story. I remember one day on Christmas Day, this was a long time ago when I had my first horse ever, Achilles. So I must have been, I don't know, 12 And I went for a trail ride with my friend and her dad on Christmas day. And I thought it would be a really good idea to like hold Achilles back behind all the other horses and then let him go and like canter up and catch up to the other horses. Um, Needless to say that didn't really end well because Achilles got all excited and started like bucking and I fell off of him. When I started riding, I was terrible and I had no balance and I fell off all the time. So Achilles went like trotting down the middle of the dirt road. And this guy that was pushing a baby stroller just randomly caught him. So that was rather embarrassing. Um, but definitely a memorable Christmas day. So hopefully you guys are doing something with your horses this Christmas. What else? Oh, on Amelia's dressage club on Facebook. I know a lot of you guys have been posting pictures of your horse's sire. So your horse's father, that's really been cool to see. It's really cool to see the resemblance between the sire and then the the horse that you have, which I think is really cool. Um, it's also really cool to see how many different breeds and different disciplines that we have in the club. And that's one thing that is really cool about dressage is that you can do dressage with pretty much any breed of horse. Dressage is really a universal sport and it will help any horse because a lot of what we do in dressage is just about, you know, basic riding like making the horses more pleasurable to ride like when your horse is supple and responsive and through and connected they're better to ride so it's been really fun to see all of you guys that have different breeds and uh one thing i wanted to talk about too is just the importance of respect and respecting everyone where they are on their journey um At some point, we were all beginners, and learning about horses, and learning about the journey, and learning about training, and becoming better riders is a journey. (laughs) And we're all at different places on the journey. So I was talking to Joellen, my mom, and she really helps me manage the club, but she was reminding me of, there was this woman when I first started riding, and her name was Ruth. And she was this uh, old, older, crazy lady that was always at the barn and took the best care of her horse. But, you know, she said that that no one is born knowing how to ride. No one is born knowing dressage. And we're all at different places along the journey. We've all made mistakes with our horses. We've all learned things the hard way. And that's okay. We all need to be supportive of one another and helpful to one another along the journey. Another thing that is really important is that our job is to protect our horse. And I was riding um, recently in a clinic with Juan Matuda and he said that. He said, your job is to protect your horse. That is why we sit on top of them. The reason we sit on top of our horses is because we need to protect them. And so it's important, you know, you know your horse best and you're at some point responsible for the situations that you put your horse in. And we've all been there where we've kind of put our horse in a bad situation or our horses had a bad experience or they've been with the wrong trainer and we've made that mistake and it's always important that you know our job is to do what's best for our horse to change the situation and also not to force things on our horse so when juan matuto was telling me that he was talking to me about kensington and kensington is my young horse he's six coming seven this year he's a really really special horse but he's also a horse who's like very internalized. Like he kind of hides his anxiety. And he's also a horse that I feel like needs a little more time. So, you know, when I have set like certain goals, like this is what I want to achieve with him this year. And, you know, why isn't he doing X, Y, and Z? Part of what we all need to learn with horses is that we need to be respectful of the horse's journey as well and that sometimes it might take longer for the horse to make that leap or to get up to the next level or to achieve the goal and that's okay too and we just need to you know listen to our horses and feel them and it's all a journey i think i just i love horses i love riding it is it's such a fun thing and just being a part of them and having a relationship with a horse is really, it's incredible. So, okay, I'm going to get to your guys' questions. Now, let me know if you guys are watching here live and you want to type a question in the chat if you're having um, issues, let me know. Okay, Shaughnessy, what do you do for stamina? endurance training for the horses i've been reading about canter interval training and it sounds fun the trails are a favorite but the weather has been atrocious um so stamina and endurance a couple of things that i do one is a lot of walking i think that when you really make your horses march and walk out you can add a lot of stamina and fitness to your horse without a lot of wear and tear on their legs so when i have time like with harvey for example i'll get him out a second time and either just hand walk him or tack walk him and that helps a lot with his um, stamina and endurance okay uh nikki says i see this and i feel so alone i have the petulant child the problem the issue i'm lost and then darcy responds are nikki you're not alone we all struggle every day someone does something to hurt themselves or my pony throws a mini meltdown just as i'm thinking okay today was a pretty good day yeah so horses are hard and i've definitely been there with having a difficult horse uh i had a horse named trump and he was part thoroughbred he was the first horse I ever got to the Grand Prix, but he was really, really difficult. And he embarrassed me so many times. Like, one of the worst embarrassing moments with Trump was the first, after my first Grand Prix, um, one of my clients had like gotten champagne and it was gonna be this whole big deal and we were gonna celebrate. And when I did my first Grand Prix with Trump, he was terrible. Like awful. He literally screamed his head off the entire test and it was so embarrassing. And I left the arena in tears and I like wouldn't even let her open the bottle of champagne. So we've all been there. And I think it's important when you have a difficult horse that you don't take it personally and that you don't get so emotional about it. And I know that that's really hard, especially probably if you only have one horse, but One thing that I definitely learned from Trump was that he was a difficult horse. It wasn't that I was a bad rider or that I was necessarily doing anything wrong. He was a difficult horse. And did it make me look good? Like, did it make me look good to go out there and have him scream his head off and act like a four-year-old when I was doing my first Grand Prix? No, it made me look terrible. But i learned a lot from that horse and he was the first horse i trained to grand prix he was the first horse that i got my gold medal on but it definitely was not an easy journey and there were so many times that i was just like i should just quit like i'm a terrible trainer i don't know what i'm doing i can't even get my horse around the arena so the tough horses teach you the most for sure they make you earn it. And at some point down the road, you'll have another horse that will be easier. So hang in there, Nikki, that's all I have to say. Yes, my my Lynn says here, my problem horse's name was Trump. If this was before the President Trump, um, I always thought of it as like Trump when you're playing cards. Okay, let me see in the chat here, we have a question. Um, from Briar, oops, how much should I expect in suppling and softening and rounding? My horse is 10 and I don't think I've asked enough. I'm trying to get him more round. Okay. So getting your horse round, getting your horse on the bit, how do you start asking for that? A couple of suggestions. One is just at a very simple level even from the ground even at the halt is just really making sure that your horse understands how to give to the pressure of the bit. so that means i always start it from the ground if i'm standing on the left side of my horse and i pull on the left rein i want my horse to bend their neck to the left if i pull on the right rein i want my horse to bend to the right it's always important to get that lateral suppleness just the bend from one rein Get your horse giving to one rein, and then when you take up on both reins, get that flexion at the pole. Then when you're riding your horse is the same thing. Start out by just asking them to bend to both sides, get that neck a little more supple laterally, then take up the reins and get the flexion at the pole. If your horse really has a hard time going on the bit, I would recommend taking up the reins, getting the horse really round for a four or five steps, or maybe a half a circle. And then releasing giving them a little break and starting over it's always important to remember when you want to get your horse round that it's still pressure and release so it's still like when you put pressure on the bottom of the horse's mouth they need to flex at the pole and kind of push themselves away from that pressure and then get a release okay here's another question from sasha how do i keep my horse round in the rain bath? Okay. This is a good question. And a couple of things. It's important that your horse is round in the rain back because if your horse is hollow in the rain back, then they're not using their top line correctly. And part of what we want in the rain back is we want the horse to actually lower their croup. And so when the horse is not round in the rainback, then they're not using their body correctly. One of the best ways to work on the rain back is from the ground. So I've filmed a lot of rain back videos for my groundwork course. Um, There's various ways that you can teach your horse to back up from the ground, but one of the best exercises, if you're having trouble getting your horse round on the ground is to you do like a turn on the forehand and then back them up and then a turn on the forehand and then back them up. That's a good exercise. When you're riding your horse, uh, and you cannot get your horse round in the rain back, I would really work on making sure that you get your horse round in the halt. So doing like walk, halt, walk, halt, and making sure that your horse is really round in the walk, halt transitions. Okay, um, Elise has a question about what I was talking about earlier with difficult horses. So do you worry why the horse is so difficult? I'm such a softie about all of it. So yes, for sure. I think that it is really hard when we're training horses because horses can't talk to us. So they can't tell us, hey, you know, my back hurts. And that's why I tried to buck you off or, um like with my horse Kensington he had ulcers and I didn't really realize but that was affecting him when I was riding him so it definitely is hard when you have a horse that's being difficult to decipher what's physical versus what is training and what is just disrespect now there is a certain element of and I am a little tough on this because I came more from the Western world and one thing that I think about is I think about like a really well-trained Grand Prix horse, right? They will work even when they're a little sore, even when they're a little stiff. Like I guarantee that they don't feel a hundred percent every day, but they're so well-trained and they're so obedient that they do it anyway. So, there's certainly like exceptions. There's certainly times that you need to address the physical side and that there could be a lameness or a soreness or something that's really impeding the training. And that does happen. A lot of times, though, it is that the horse doesn't understand or the horse hasn't been trained correctly or it hasn't been consistent enough. Or the horse, you know, like Trump, he would get set off by external factors like the trailers coming in or his friend leaving him or he would get spooked and then his adrenaline would start and then he couldn't settle down so it that definitely is a challenge in in, in training in general okay here's a good question from wilma How do I spiral in and out on a 20 meter circle without the inside shoulder falling in and my horse slowing down? Okay. This is a good question. And I actually, for those of you guys that are in the Academy next month, we're talking about like progress up the levels of dressage and the way that the dressage tests are designed is that as you move up the levels, the circles get smaller and smaller. The reason that, This is is because smaller circles challenge your horse's suppleness, connection, and engagement, as well as collection. So when you started a 20 meter circle, your horse has to bend some in the body. When you start spiraling your circle smaller, now the horse has to bend even more in their body. So this requires more suppleness, it requires more engagement, more hind and under and shoulders lifting. So that is why when you spiral in a lot of times your horse will slow down or they'll fall in on their inside shoulder or they'll swing out with their haunches because you're challenging that suppleness. So Wilma, I would say that when you're spiraling in and you get to that place where it gets hard for your horse, and the shoulder starts falling in and your horse starts slowing down, kind of stay at that size circle right when it starts to get hard, but before it falls apart. So that's kind of the edge of like the comfort zone. And then where things start to get difficult, stay at the edge there because whenever, whenever any of you guys are doing a dressage exercise, The most important thing is always the basics. So the rhythm, the suppleness, the connection, when you start to lose that. So for example, when your horse starts to slow down, when you lose the bend, when their head comes up, when their pole drops down, that's a sign that things are getting hard and you, one of the basic levels of the training scale has started to fall apart. So you want to make things just a tiny bit easier and make sure that you keep those basics correct. And if you stay consistent with your training and every day just kind of chip away at that edge where things start to get difficult, it will get better. So hopefully that helps. Yes, Joanne, it's raining. It has been raining here all day long. Like literally all day long. My assistant went to the barn and took care of the horses this morning. And then I went there this afternoon, but it was just, it's been pouring all day so and the other thing is that our our basement always leaks when it rains so i'm hoping that it doesn't start leaking too much tonight but it's supposed to rain all night tonight and then tomorrow and it's just tis the season i always start to go stir crazy when it when i can't ride i think that i'm seriously addicted to riding and when i don't get to ride enough i just like it's really it's difficult it's not good for me so I've been going to the gym a lot I've been doing a lot of work on the computer so that's good for all of you guys we have some awesome webinars coming up next month and the groundwork course and yeah okay Uh, what else here Peggy says that she enjoyed the videos with kane my assistant yeah so i've done two videos with kane riding an off the track thoroughbred that have been really fun and kane is wonderful she does a lot of the camera work and the photos and the, the videos so she is awesome okay here's another good question from elise How do I know if my horse really is having difficulty doing what I ask or if she's just being lazy? My warm blood mare is a little lazy and sometimes I think she just has my number. Meaning if she tells me no enough, I assume she can't and let her off the hook. Can horses even think like that sort of take advantage or are they good natured? Okay. This is, a good question and a couple of things that i think are important is that how do i start okay so laziness in general i don't believe that horses are lazy by nature because horses are flight animals and so the way that they stay alive and the way that they stay safe is by running away so if horses were lazy they would be eaten by mountain lions in my opinion we make our horses lazy and we make our horses dull because we are afraid because we don't want to get run off with and we don't want to get hurt so that's my opinion about lazy horses for sure horses It's important whenever you ask your horse something, your intention behind it. So if I'm walking on a horse and I ask my horse to trot, my intention is you are going to trot. I'm going to ask nicely. So I'm going to close my leg and say, would you trot? And if the horse doesn't listen or they blow me off, then I'm going to follow through and make the horse trot. So that's really important that whenever you ask your horse something, your intention has to be to follow through and get that. Now you have to kind of separate that from then deciphering like, okay, I've done, you know, five canter pirouettes. I think my horse might be getting tired or, and then give them a break, but you need to be always very black and white with your horse and don't be vague. So, I would never ask a question of my horse, like say I'm walking, I would never say, do you want to trot or are you too tired? I wouldn't ask my horse that. If I thought my horse was too tired to trot, then I wouldn't ask them to trot. And so it's really important in your riding and in your training that you have real clarity to everything that you ask your horse. And I think, that's something that we are all working towards, that you really are clear in what you ask and that you get a response from your horse. That's one thing I'm gonna talk about in the groundwork course, but it's like you give an aid, you ask your horse for something, you ask your horse to back up, you ask your horse to come forward, you get that response and then you get a release. And then separating that from your brain saying okay this is a little harder for my horse maybe my horse is getting tired but you need to be very clear in everything that you request of your horse because you're the leader and if you start being unsure or unclear your horse is going to pick up on that and your horse is going to sense that you're not confident and then they're going to take over so hopefully that answers your question elise Um, Good. I think we got almost all of the questions done tonight. So I hope that you guys all have a wonderful holiday season and enjoy. You know, I love the summer, but it's also good this time of year. It's a season to kind of slow down and reflect and plan for the year ahead. So I hope you guys are all coming to the goal setting webinar on January 1st. And if you haven't yet, check out my podcast, Dressage with Amelia. So there's going to be recordings put up of all of these live Q&A sessions for you guys to listen to at your convenience, at the barn, when you're walking your horse, whatever you might be doing. So that's it for tonight. Have a wonderful Christmas. Enjoy your horses. Thank you all so much for being a part of this community and sharing the horses and the lifestyle that we have with our horses. So have a nice Christmas, have a wonderful holiday and we'll see you next week. Bye everyone. So that's it for this week. Thank you so much for all of your awesome questions and I hope you learned something new from listening. If you're new to the podcast and you'd like a question answered on a future one, get on touch on Facebook through Amelia's Dressage Club, Instagram at Amelia Newcomb Dressage, or YouTube at Amelia Newcomb Dressage and mark the question for the live sessions. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. If you like it, please share it, review it, and tune in again next week. Thanks so much and happy riding.